Hello, Syngap land. My name is Michael Gralian, and this is episode 67 of your 10-minute weekly update on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. We call it Syngap 10. Today is Monday, July 18th, and my last episode, episode 66, was like a week and a half ago. Where you been, Mike? What's going on? Dropping the ball. Yeah, it's true. Last week was just really a hard week for me. I was, I was really sad. I was really, really sad, and I just couldn't get it together to put together an episode because, frankly, when I get on this episode, I want to bring you guys encouraging news and warm tidings and positivity, and last week, I just couldn't pull it together. And then this today, I was like, you know what, Mike? You just got to be honest. You got to own it. People don't listen to you because of your good looks. That's for sure. They don't listen to you because they're excited about Syngap 1. Well, they listen to you because they know that they can trust you, and you're going to tell them the truth. And here's the truth, you guys. I was pretty bummed out last week. Tony's eight and a half. He was diagnosed four and a half years ago. He's been alive for eight and a half years. Where more often than not, I have looked at him and I have looked at other kids his age and I have seen him not do things. And Syngap 1 just creeps up on you. The sleep, the seizures, the intellectual disability, the behaviors, the GI, the diapers, the more diapers. There are times when you sit back and you check in and you're like, oh my God, what's going on? Not in a self-pitying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm still changing diapers. Although I might have said that once or twice. But in a much more profound way, this is my son's life. This is what it's going to be like. All of the expectations and dreams I had for him, I need to change. That's grief. I'm grieving the life he's probably not going to have. Yes, SRF is working on therapies. Yes, we're going to have better small molecules and genetic therapies, and we're going to increase Syngap in these kids' heads. I believe that. That's what I do every day. I work on that. And yes, at the minimum, years of precious development and friendships and life have been suboptimal, if I'm generous. And it would require a lot of optimism to believe that we're going to turn a switch and these kids are going to go back to normal. They're going to be better. They're going to suffer less. But they're always going to need help. And that's sad. That causes me to grieve. I don't know how else to say it. Sometimes that grief is paralyzing. At least for me, for the past week or so, it has been. The antidote, I don't know if there's an antidote. The bomb, bomb's a better word. The way I cope, the way I recover, the way I feel better is through community. That's why I'm always blathering on about it. Today I got to meet with Lauren and Peter and Marta and Pavel and Caitlin and Suzanne and I even had a meeting with an intern. Even our interns are cool, it's amazing. Syngap Research Fund is, is, isn't is just a, a you know, the largest private donor to Syngap Research and the most effective charity in Syngap space. No. Syngap Research Fund is an incredible global community. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Not just because it's cool and it's fun and I love the people, but because it helps me when I'm in this really sad place, grieving for the life my son's not going to have. I know it's not exactly upbeat that I'm leading with this tonight, but I got to be honest with you guys. 
It's not all roses. It's not all roses. And sometimes I am profoundly sad about Tony. Yes, we're making progress. No, it's not fast enough. Which is why I'm urging you all to get involved and do more so we can move faster. And that's happening, right? Just since the last podcast, like a week and a half ago, there were three great articles, two of them actually unplanned, about community. So Kathy shared a blog about Charlie's diagnosis, singapp.fun slash Charlie, talking about how once she connected with this community, she no longer felt alone. And then um, I think it was Sydney wrote the article about MDBR called singapp.fun slash unite. Great verb. Talking about how a number of people got together and raised money through MDBR. And it was great to connect with other parents. Great to be a part of this community. Great to do something together. I was, I was sad I wasn't there, but I, I was actually hosting another Singap family here in California. Um, so it's all about community. It's all about doing this work, not just for our loved ones, whose lives we are improving through this work. I firmly believe that. But it's about ourselves. We love our kids. A whole family gets diagnosed with Syngap 1. And then the question is, as you're processing that grief, that change to your plan, as I'm processing that grief, that change to my plan, how do I feel better? And the answer is I work through community. So that's what I'm doing. I want to give Vicky Artiaga a shout out. She's, she's walking the talk like nobody. Uh, this weekend, she's hosting all the families in Colombia. They rented a big house somewhere in Colombia, and they're getting everyone together, and they're, and they're building that community. Amazing. Amazing. Sorry, my cuckoo clock always goes off at the wrong time. I should look at a clock before I do these podcasts. Whatever. So Vicky's building community. Kathy's a part of the community. The MDBR team's building a community. If you ride a bike and you want to do it next year, start training now. Get in touch with Callie and Sydney and Aaron right now and go ride a bike. Help us raise more money next year. So this Syngap community, this SRF community is powerful and I'm grateful to be a part of it and it's helping me and I want you to be a part of it because I want you to help you. But SRF is part of a larger community, of a community of genetic epilepsies. And that's also important, right? So we learn from those who are bigger and better than us. Example, the Dravet Syndrome Foundation. If you go back a couple episodes, I talked about how excited I was to go to the Dravet Syndrome Foundation meeting. In part because of the... In part because of the um, the talks, but also because, you know, we got to be together with all the Syngap families and some of the Dravet families and, and learn from them. And also the, the, the talks to the drug companies, which I'll come back to in a second. But some of those talks were really exceptional, and I urge you to watch them. Good news is Dravet Syndrome Foundation just nails it every time. They put everything online, and I, I share the link in the show notes. But there were four I really want you to listen to. Stoke Therapeutics gave an update on Dravet. That's worth watching because they they're also working on Syngap. So you want to know what Stoke's doing? Listen to what they said at Dravet Syndrome Foundation. Longboard Therapeutics talked about a drug, and this I, I've talked to Longboard since. If your child is over 12, over 12, and has at least four drop seizures a month, four drop seizures a month, you would qualify for a trial they're running right now. And the drug is really exciting. I urge every family whose kid is over 12, having more than four drop seizures a month, to go and check that out. Epigenics talked about their molecule. I don't think we're going to get into that trial, but once their drug is approved, I hope that we can get access to it through off-label prescribing. Check out that talk by Scott Baraben. And then Ingo Helbig gave a great talk about the, ep the genetics of, of Dravet. And you might be like, Mike, my kid has Syngap, not Dravet. Why do you keep talking about Dravet? Because they're the tip of the spear. And Ingo Helbig is, is brilliant. And he's also working on Syngap 1, by the way. And 
once you watch that, you'll be able to contextualize where we are in space and time. When you see how far Dravet has come and how little time things have changed, you understand better where we are situated. So those are four talks that are well worth your time. And then also, please check out that trial by Longboard links in the show notes. So much work to do, friends. This community, we exist to support each other and we exist to get something done. We need to get better therapy so our kids suffer less, so our kids have more abilities, so all those who love them, like myself, don't have to work quite so darn hard to get them through the day. And that's why we need to raise money. So right now we're still raising for those two mice. There is a drug company who wants to test, or there is a genetic therapy company who wants to test some incredible technology. They need mice in order to test it on Syngap. If it proves concepts on those mice, guess what's next? A drug trial for Syngapians. So it's in our best interest to fund those mice. Syngap.fund slash two mice. Make a donation, do a fundraiser, tell your friends, whatever it takes. I'm not going to let up on these mice till we raise that money. And, and I want to thank also all the people who do birthday fundraisers on Facebook. Link's in the show notes. Charlene's do, doing one right now. Um, Joe Ashline's doing one right now. The Italians have done a couple. Jess Ferris did that amazing one. Those birthday fundraisers on Facebook are essential, guys. Everybody do them. If you can raise $100, if you can raise $10,000, every, if everybody did them, we would be in such great shape. And then last but not least on the topic, the incredibly important topic of community, we have two fundraisers in October in South Carolina and Jersey. Join us if you can. Those run October 8th. That's 11 weeks away. We have a big old gala in Atlanta, Georgia on November 12th. That is 16 weeks away. And then we have the Syngap One Conference. Science on Thursday, December 1st. Families on Friday, December 2nd. If you want to go to the science, please come to the science. Be our guest. If you just want to hang out with the families, come on Friday. If you want to do both, do both. But that is in 19 weeks. Start planning now. Book hotels now. Book flights now. Nashville in December. Perfect. Come. to Don't go now. It's hot. But de December? Perfect. Come and be a part of this community. Come and build the network and the support and the connection that we all need to get through this life. This life is not easy. And I suspect that the grief I'm feeling is, is real for all of us. So in order to take care of our kids, we gotta take care of ourselves, right? We gotta feel this grief and we gotta, gotta keep going. Uh, the only way I can find the strength to do that is through this community. Thanks for listening. <laughs>